Warning, the podcast you're about to hear has a unique conservative perspective and may be politically incorrect, containing some controversy in its message. This episode may speak out against liberalism, socialism, the dark state, and religious organizations. It is possible that evil in politics, education, law, society, and religion will be discussed and exposed. However, we believe this podcast adds truth and value to a mature, disenfranchised audience who may be tired of apostate religions and wicked world systems. Listeners who are easily offended, overly sensitive, or have progressive leanings sympathetic to the topics we expose should be forewarned not to listen any further. We thank both those who choose to listen as well as those who choose not to listen. You've been warned. And now, let us get on with the show. Hello, Mr. Kapow. Well, hello, Brother Kapow. How are you? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Good. Welcome Praise to, the Lord. Welcome to Freedom Friday. Thank you. What's today's date? I'm not sure. Well, today's date is the 14th of September, Mm-mm. 2018. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You know what that means. Oh. What does that mean? What does I have, that mean? I have no idea what it means. So today we're going to talk about some uh, some key issues here. Mm-hmm. Those of you who listened to last Monday's show, we talked about the uh, grand solar minimum, the grand solar minimum, and how these 11 year cycles of solar maximum, solar minimum, according to the count of sunspots and sun activity that happens, that the 11 year minimum cycle we're in has as it's continually gone down, even in times of activity when we're in solar maximum, there's less sunspot activity than there was in the past. So they call it a grand solar minimum. Mm -hmm. And why that's important is that it affects weather, earthquakes, volcanoes, floods, hurricanes, whatnot. So if you just look at some of these, channels you know outside of the mainstream news you know look at uh end times mm, i forgot what it's called end times i forgot what it's called uh i know mr mb33 or into thin air i in the the number two mm-hmm. thin air uh, you'll see there's a lot of people out there doing it like earth watchers that monitor the weather and what's going on and stuff. You'll see there's there's definitely something going on in the world. Yeah. Uh physically to the physical planet. It's it's groaning and crying and um about to break apart, it appears here very soon. And of course, I don't have to tell you about the Hurricane Florence looming here. Um uh, as of yesterday, I heard there were ten storms on the planet uh, that are being watched right now. 10. Wow. 10 of them. Uh, Hurricane Florence is not even the biggest one. The biggest one, and I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's the one in the Asia Sea, in the mm-hmm. Asian Sea there, uh, heading towards Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so say Hurricane Florence is like 500 miles, right? Why? This thing is like 1,000. It's a typhoon. And so that's like number one on the planet right now. So and then Can there's all kinds of, can't, I mean, that's unbelievable. So there's all kinds of, of stuff going on and it, 
it appears to me like it's just going to just keep happening like a one two punch one two punch one two punch boom 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 in without it's relentless you know god has given us space to repent mm-hmm. and um i don't know if that space is closed or what but just like in revelation with uh you know the jezebel and he says I, i've given her a space to repent which means after after a certain time there's no there's no longer that space yeah and we see with the Hurricane Florence thing, one of the things that really irritates both of us is these people who who take kind of a flippant attitude. And it's like, well, we've always had storms. We're going to ride this one out, blah, blah, blah. And they, and they don't leave, you know, mm-hmm. for whatever reasons. But, uh, you know, some probably have better reasons than others, but some are just very flippant. And um, ah, by the time it hits, it's going to, you know, it'll be a tropical storm. It happens all the time. And... Um, Ms. Kapow said something to me, <clears throat> excuse me, I thought it was interesting. She says, that's a lot like the gospel, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what people do. Ah, Jesus hasn't come back. He's not, you know, the world hasn't ended. It's, you know. And we've heard it time and time again. And- yeah. You know, at the last, when things get real bad and real dark, then I'll say, oh, God, forgive me and I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and so it, it, that's what these people do. They they just wait and wait to the last minute and, and until they can't get out. And yeah, it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. And then one day, you know, it is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And if this thing does what they say it's going to do, that day could be, you know, this weekend. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad stuff. So we're going to talk about uh, the the National Solar Observatory. Uh, in Sunspot, New Mexico, that's the name that it's called. The name of that area is called Sunspot, New Mexico, believe that or not. And they um, study the sun and the sunspot, sunspots uh, through telescopes and things. And we're going to talk about that in relation to this uh, grand solar minimum we were talking about last Monday. And um, it's, it's interesting news. We're talking about these heartbroken parents. Yeah. These are Illuminati people. They're very rich, mm-hmm. very wealthy, uh, come from a famous family that we don't know who they are. But what they've done is uh, they've harvested their dead son's sperm and created a designer baby. Exactly. And uh, they're, they're Illuminati bloodline. It's obvious this is how they do it. And they keep their bloodline going and stuff. And of course, it's kind of a feel-good story. But we see right through it, and it's not so feel-good. It's very mm-hmm. demonic. Very. And uh, that's it's all around us. And then we're going to talk about some real persecution of Christians. Real persecution in China. Not the stuff that you see here. Oh my God, they took down my YouTube channel. <laughs> They're persecuting me. You know. Uh, we're talking about real burning of Bibles and crosses and uh, people going to jail and mm-hmm. stuff. And not just Christians, also Muslims. Yep. Um, yeah. And then uh, and then we're going to finish up by talking about these uh, the study that shows that one in four of our college students are uh, mentally ill. So mm-hmm. that doesn't have, uh, that doesn't bode well in confidence for the future, does it? Mm-mm. Yeah. You can go see your medical doctor and he's mentally ill. Okay. All right, Ms. Cabal. 
I'm going to turn it over to you. All right. Well, I wanted to read um, Amos 8. And it says, Thus has the Lord God showed unto me, and behold, a basket of summer fruit. And he said, Amos, what seest thou? And I said, A basket of summer fruit. Then said the Lord unto me, The end is come upon my people of Israel, and I will not again pass by them any more. And the songs of the temple shall be howlings in that day, saith the Lord God. There shall be many dead bodies in every place. They shall cast them forth with silence. Hear this, O ye that swallow up the needy, even to make the poor of the land to fail, saying, When will the new moon be gone, that we may sell corn, and the Sabbath, that we may set forth wheat, making the apath small, and the shekel great, and falsifying the balances of deceit, that we may buy the poor for silver, and the needy for a pair of shoes, yea, and sell the refuse of the wheat. The Lord has sworn, sworn by the excellent excellency of Jacob surely I will never forget any of their works shall not the land tremble for this and every one mourn that dwelleth therein and it shall rise up wholly as a flood and it shall be cast out and drowned as by the flood of Egypt and it shall come to pass in that day saith the Lord God that I will cause the sun to go down at noon and I will darken the earth in the clear day and I will turn your feasts into mourning and all your songs into lamentation and I will bring up sackcloth upon all loins, and baldness upon every head. And I will make it as the morning of an only sun, and the end thereof as a bitter day. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea, and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord, and shall not find. In that day shall the fair virgins and the young men faint for thirst. They that swear by the sin of Samaria and say, Thy God, O Dan, liveth, and the manner of Bathsheba liveth, even they shall fall and never rise up again. Wow. Heavy stuff. It's a dire warning for yeah. us today. Heavy, heavy stuff. I, I love that. It's like, when is this feast going to be over? When is this stuff going to be over so we can go back to doing our sin mm -hmm. <laughs> well yep what is and it? i think a lot of people too with these these storms are probably feeling the same way you know yeah. can, can I, let's get on with the storm so that we can just go ahead and live like we used to mm -hmm. not knowing the effects of the storm like they were saying that the the water is stationed and saturate the land and because of the flooding that um the um the sewer yeah. the sewage will come up so there's sewage in the water there's uh, oil from the um the cars and just the the, the water is going to be filthy and then it's going to take time for the water to dissipate and god knows what else is going to all the mold in your homes your houses are probably not going to be standing it's going to be total chaos so it's not like okay the storm has passed and we can get on with life. There's the aftermath of all this. Mm -hmm. And it's going to take time. That's definitely a toxic soup. You know. And uh, it, it's it's amazing. You know, we normally don't watch any kind of cable news or anything like that. But we're, we've been watching the Weather Channel. And, uh, and there's some of these other ones, you know, that are reporting on it. And, it, you know, the the... 
the day before it really hit, you see these people in the background, you know, with flip-flops and shorts <laughs> going to the beach. They're going to the beach. They have babies. They have dogs. With yeah, them. they're on vacation. It's like, uh, you know, taking selfies. It's just a story, you know. Not realizing this thing's the mother of mothers, but it's, it's quite amazing. Um, but it's kind of typical of our human nature, mm-hmm. which is really sad. Well, it just sad. shows you how much we have really devolved. Uh, yeah, really sad stuff that, that you can't even take your own life seriously, let alone your eternal life. Mm-hmm. And we see that more and more. It's, it's like a famine of common sense. Mm-hmm. And people are just not concerned about their eternal, their life at all. Uh, amazing. Anyway, first story here is, um, this is from Zero Hedge, which usually talks about finances and stuff. But this is interesting. Um, this was put out on 9-11. And it's National Solar Observatory mysteriously closed as geomagnetic storm looms. Mm. Remember, Zero Hedge, it's a financial thing. So they, they don't, this ain't the sun or the star. This is <laughs> a, a different type of paper. It says the National Solar Observatory in Sunspot, New Mexico, has been closed since last Thursday. Um, ABC7 spoke with Sherry Lisson, who was with a company who, who co-manages the observatory. Now, apparently, this, is, this observatory is a it's an association of universities for research in astronomy. And apparently, it's open to the public. You can go there and use, you know, or look through the telescopes and things like that. Um, so, it's not a secret kind of secret facility or anything. Mm-mm. So, the, the association of universities that, that manages the facility... They say they're addressing a security issue at this time, but they don't say what it is. And they said, we have decided to vacate the facility at this time as precautionary measure. It was our decision to evacuate the facility. Yeah, and then they, didn't, they haven't said either when they're going to reopen. Everything's really hush-hush. Yeah, very secretive. So remember, this is a, is a, a place where they study the sun you know, they study the sunspots. It's in Sunspot, New Mexico. And um, and they're closing. And they're not, they're not telling you when they're going to reopen or why they're closing. Just some security issue. You know, and it's open to the public, so it's not some secret lab. Now, apparently the FBI is involved in this. This, this is a true story, so it gets weirder and weirder. ABC 7 reached out to the FBI, but they didn't hear back from the agency. And, uh, but the FBI did speak with local law enforcement about the length of the uh, closure. Yep. And it says here that the FBI was refusing to tell us what's going on. And we've got people up there at Sunspot that requested us to stand by while they evacuated. The FBI uh, were up there. What their purpose was, nobody will say, but for the FBI to get involved that quick and be so secret about it, there was a lot of stuff going on up there. And then they said that there was a Black Hawk helicopter 
and a bunch of people around with antennas and work crews on towers, but nobody would tell them anything. And that is from a the local sheriff there. His name is House, Sheriff House. And the FBI would not tell the sheriff the reason for the closure. And um, but he, you know, he did tell AB Seven that he had nothing to do with it, and um, doesn't know anything. So uh, very strange that uh, they they apparently they called for local law enforcement to kind of stand around while they evacuated. Black Hawk helicopters, really? Mm-hmm. FBI, the feds are involved in this, and they evacuate it, close it down, and disappear. So. <laughs> My question is, what are they seeing? Yeah. This is weird. This is, this just, I mean, this is real. And um, it, it was kind of interesting that we saw this stories because we just got done talking about the ground, the grand solar minimum and what that means, you know, to this planet. Mm-hmm. And um, it just, it's interesting. I mean, are they seeing something and they're just keeping hush, hush about it? Uh, are they all underground? What's coming? Now, it says for the conspiracy-minded, Sunspot, New Mexico, is just 130 miles from Roswell, New Mexico, and about 90 miles from the White Sands Missile Range. Uh, And it was established in 1958. The observatory predates the unincorporated area in the Sacramento Mountains that it was named for. So it's been around for a while. It's been around for 60 years. Mm-hmm. Now, it said this would all be odd enough, except the observatory is closed just as a massive hole has opened up in the sun's corona. And that means we're officially on watch for a geomagnetic storm. Yeah, and that's really bad. Ain't that weird? Now, as of Thursday afternoon, we see what pops up as uh, it was Comcast, right, Ms. Capel? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Comcast has lost internet, phone, um, all, all, all kinds of, all the computer power, mm-hmm. cable, internet, phone, Comcast, all throughout the nation, not just the East. But the West, the West, yeah, the West Coast, and in the middle of the nation, and everything. And when we saw that pop up, we thought of this story. I wonder if it's because the geomagnetic storm. The geomagnetic storm is supposed to be able to take out the grid. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I, I don't, I don't know what the what the deal is. Was that just coincidental? Was it? Who knows? Um. Yeah, because they're not talking. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so it's so very strange. Yeah. And the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, also known as NOAA, uh, issued a storm watch for a G2 level sto- solar storm on September 11th. Now, apparently that is a moderate type of storm. It's not like they don't, you know, they're not all concerned, big deal. Um but but they have confirmed that there was something. And they say, you know, people will see aurora lights or northern lights, you know, and this kind of a thing. They could be downplaying it. 
I don't know. Or it could be nothing or it could be unrelated. But but it was evacuated for a reason. Mm-hmm. With the FBI and with Black Hawk helicopters. Are you serious? That's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. And then it says, <laughs> the article ends with just in case you were blowing off the tinfoil hat views of the observatory closure, like, ah, there's got to be a real reason. They say, we note that all these solar space cams are down at the same time. And um, there's a network dome camera located in Sydney, Australia, Mm -hmm. that's down. There's webcams located at SOAR Observatory. Which is in Chile. In Chile, down. uh, There's a telescope webcam located in Spain, down. Mm Mm-hmm. Webcam located at Mauna Kea, which is a observatory in the uni- at the University of Hawaii in Hilo. Down, webcam from the Canada France Hawaii Telescope Observatory in Hawaii. Down, and a webcam at Fairless Hills, Pennsylvania. Down, and that's what six? Yeah, at the same time. Yeah. All these that look at the sun, the solar space camps, they're all down at the same time that this place was evacuated. So I, I don't know. I wish I knew the answer. Maybe we'll never know, but it just seems like something's weird. Does it not? Yeah. What's going on with the sun? Grand solar minimum. What did they see? That was a security threat. Yeah, and what they don't want to tell us. <laughs> yeah, they won't even tell the local sheriff. They won't even tell Sheriff House. Mm-hmm. Okay, this one's, uh, this one, they wrote this. This is from the mirror, so this is one of those rags. But uh, they wrote this as some kind of like feel-good story. But it's not a feel-good it story. This is mad. This is an Illuminati satanic bloodline story is what this is. I'll just tell you this much. This family... What they say in the article, they won't name them, but this yeah, another secret, another secret. But this family, this couple, apparently, are very, very wealthy, very, very wealthy, and they come from a very famous family in Britain. Lots of money. This is how they were able to pull this off. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this has never happened in Britain before, but it says a wealthy couple harvested sperm from their dead son. And they used it to create a designer grandson. It's the first case of its kind in Britain. The first case that they know about, right? Yeah, exactly. The couple were left devastated after their only child was killed in a motorcycle crash. And uh, it ended their chance of becoming grandparents. You know, that's not the case. Yeah, the case is they need the bloodline to continue, right? Mm-hmm. They need these uh, uh, these alien hybrid children to keep being born that that, that rule all of us. But the pair, they're in their 50s, they were desperate for an heir, so they decided to harvest the 26-year-old sperm, which was frozen, and then exported to the U.S., and it bypassed strict laws in the U.K. Yeah, see, so these people are above the law. Yep, and they don't know how they were able to do that, but they, you know, hey, you got Yeah, money, you pay uh, the grandson that they designed is now three. So this he, was three years in the making. Yeah. And uh, it's believed that he's living with them in Britain. And there's um, 
ethical and legal concerns, right? Mm-hmm. But not to these people. They're beyond that. Uh, it, it, they went so far as they went so far as to choose and use gender selection techniques. So they didn't want a girl; they wanted a boy, an heir. They used gender selection techniques. They created a grandchild that was born using donor eggs and a surrogate hmm. in California, by the way, San mm-hmm. Diego, California. San Diego. Yeah. Uh, they paid up to a uh, hundred euro, hundred thousand euros. Dr. David Smurich. This guy's a real piece of work too, because this guy was the first guy to um, give a baby to a single male. Mm-hmm. And I, and in, he ended up with, with triplets. Mm-hmm. He also helped the first gay couple to have kids. Yep. So he's a real piece of work. He's a fertility specialist, Dr. David Smudich. He helped these grandparents at the, in San Diego. And he used techniques that are illegal in Britain. The, um, the couple's unmarried son who died had not given formal consent to have his sperm harvested and used to create a child in the event of his death. Mm. Most men don't. Yeah. I don't know if any guy says, hey, okay, if I die, harvest my sperm and, uh, you know, <laughs> continue yeah. on. That's just weird. Mm-mm. Uh, let's see. Oh, of course, the doctor was unaware how they, they bypassed UK law. Unaware or neither would he care, right? Of course not. Yeah. So uh, anyway, what happened is, is he says that the couple, they were very specific about the egg donor. Mm-hmm. and the surrogate so they handpicked all this stuff yeah and they wanted someone who matched the kind of woman they believed their son would have married i think there's more to it they probably they probably selected a witch mm-hmm. or witches uh let's see the yeah. couple the couple ended up with an egg donor and surrogate from the u.s they personally selected one of four embryos and were present when their grandson was born in 2015. So they were hands-on on this deal. Of course. That's a no-brainer. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. Apparently, their son had died four years ago uh, in a crash, a motorcycle crash. He he lay dead for two days before dis- being discovered. Mm-hmm. They say sperm can survive up to three days after a man dies. So just in the nick of time. Yeah. So the, the, the dead guy's sperm was retrieved by a urologist and frozen. And then a year later, flown to uh, Dr. Schmudek's clinic in uh, San Diego. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. And once again, this guy, uh, this guy did the first test tube baby for a same-sex couple in 1997. And in 2001, he helped a British businessman become Britain's first single dad of surrogate triplets. Isn't that nice? Mm-hmm. I think because he loves kids, right? Oh, of course. He yeah, loves right. bringing children into the world. Mm-hmm. Just, just a little tidbit there. I think it's just very, very odd, the world we live in. Yeah. And did you know that the history of IVF began in uh, as early as the 1890s uh, no. when Walter Heap, who was a professor and physician at the University of Cambridge, England, who had been conducting research on reproduction in a number of animal species, reported the first known case of embryo transplantation in rabbits. 
long before the applications to human fertility were even suggested. So that was like in the 1890s. Wow. Quite of course, a- I think it, it was even before that, obviously. Yeah. But um, this is what the uh, IVF Worldwide website says. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously it was Genesis 6 stuff, you know, yep. before the noetic flood. Mm-hmm. They were doing this stuff, but wow, incredible. Yep. Uh, let's take a short commercial break. Got it. And we'll be right back. I want to tell you about a project called Mesquite Cafe. Mesquite Cafe is a blues band, and their latest musical release is called Time's End. These songs are about dissatisfaction with the current world systems, hope in ultimate salvation, and warnings about apocalyptic destruction coming to the planet. Some of the song titles include 1133 Blues, No satisfaction. World's not my home. The fire down below. With only one thing in common, got the fire down below. Happens on Vegas, happens in Moline, all the blood streets of And all that's left now. a total of nine songs on this release. Time's End by Mesquite Cafe can be found at digital music stores such as Apple Music, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play YouTube, Amazon, Pandora, Napster, iHeartRadio, and many others. Alrighty, we're back. We're back. We're back. Yep, September 11th the uh, digital album Times In was in fact released. Yay. So it's out there. It's out there. Also check YouTube. Type in Mesquite Cafe. C-A-F-E. Mesquite yeah. Cafe. Should be right on the top there. And there's uh, there's three videos up there with um, the songs that are on the album. Just like three little videos. Uh, pretty good. I like them. Pretty good. Now, if you want to, you have our permission to share it with other people. Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you can give it away. You can do whatever you want. It's cool, man. Talks about end times and what's, you know. Yeah. The world is ending. Yeah. Use it on your channels. Use it on your podcast. It's all good. Okay. Speaking of the end of the world here, there's some Christian persecution. 
But to be fair, they're also persecuting the Muslims too. Mm-hmm. It's China. Because the new world religion isn't going to be any of the religions we have now. It's going to be totally brand new. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, the, these, these young millennials today, not all of them, of course, but a lot of them in universities, they want socialism and they want communism in this country. And they have no idea what they're, they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're following that Bernie Sanders uh, creep. And uh, they want to bring it, you know, because they think it's the best thing. And, and a story like this is a perfect example of what communism does. Communism is, well, like all isms from the pit of hell. And this is uh, this is from the AP. And officials destroying crosses, burning Bibles in China. Beijing. And it says here that China's government is ratcheting up on a crackdown on Christian congregations in Beijing. They're destroying crosses. They're burning Bibles. They're shutting churches and ordering followers. Now check this out. To sign papers renouncing their faith. Mm. Folks, I mean, that's a question. You you know, oh, I'd never do that. I would never do that. I would tell them to go pounce in. You know, mm-hmm. really? Hey, that's something to think about. Sign papers to renounce your faith. It's not just a matter of they're coming in and going, well, you're going to go to jail. We're shutting you down. You can't do this. This is illegal. They're making you renounce Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And this is according to pastors and a group that monitors religion in China. Uh, so when you sing, when you see this, uh, you know, President, uh, you know, coming to America, Xi Jinping, remember that when you see him in the White House with Trump. Uh, you know, exactly what he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The campaign corresponds um, with the drive to cynicize religion. It demands loyalty to the officially atheist communist party. Mm-hmm. And it eliminates any challenge to its power over people's lives. So the the religion, this is like Ms. Kapow says, the New World Order religion wants power over everybody's life that's That's the one Mm -hmm. and then like in china they'll let you do other religions only if it's sanctioned sanctioned by the government it has to be sanctioned by the government and then you can do other religions but they Mm -hmm. want to know exactly what you're teaching what you're doing that's right so there's a guy named bob fu not to be confused with kung fu of the Mm -hmm. u.s based group china aid he said over the last weekend, there were closures of churches in central Henan province. There was a uh, prominent house church in Beijing. There was a, a significant escalation of the crackdown. And he's calling for the international community to be alarmed and outraged. I doubt it. Do you really think the international community is going to be alarmed and outraged? No. No. Uh under President Xi Jinping, China's most powerful leader since Mao Zedong, religious believers are seeing their freedom shrink dramatically as the country undergoes a religious revival. Yeah. Experts and activists say that as he consolidates his power, that's this is Xi, he's waging the most severe systematic suppression of Christianity in the country since religious freedom was written into the Chinese Constitution in 1982. Oh, we'll just ignore that. Oh, yeah. 
and there and that and that was saying you can have religious freedom, but it, you, the state has to sanction it. <laughs> How free is that? Fu also provided video footage of what appeared to be piles of burning Bibles, and then a shame. Mm. And uh, forms stating that the signatories had renounced their Christian faith. Mm. Now, you'd probably ask yourself, how, how in the world can the government make you renounce your faith? Why would you sign that? Well, here's, here's the clue here. These people, these Christians have been compelled to make such declarations under pain of expulsion from school, right? State mandated schools and the loss of welfare benefits. Mm -hmm. So once you get on the government dole, they control you. Yep. So once you're starting dependent on the government welfare and the government, you know, cheese, they can take that away at any time. Um, Also, they can get expelled from government schools. Therefore, you can't work, you can't make a living, you can't succeed. And uh, this is why they would renounce their Christian faith. So... A Christian pastor in the city of somewhere said crosses, Bibles, furniture were burned during a raid. He said the pastor uh, said people entered the church just as it opened its doors at 5 a.m. and began removing items. He said they had been in discussions with local authorities who demanded that it reform itself, but no agreement had been released or, uh, yeah, official documents had not been uh, reached and released. Now, Chinese law requires religious believers to worship only in congregations registered with the authorities. Many millions belong to so-called underground or house churches that defy government restrictions. Mm -hmm. And there's the problem. You know, I mean, you see that in this country with the uh, the tax exempt status, Mm -hmm. right? Because yep. because the government comes in and says, oh, you have a church, you could be tax exempt, or we won't take taxes out of your business, because that's what they are, they're businesses, but we won't take taxes out, blah, blah. However, you can't talk about politics in church. You can't do this. You unless can't do that. Unless it's something we want you yeah, to. Yes, yeah, unless we want you to, uh, you know, push Hillary or push socialism or push, right? Mm-hmm. And so then all these people, yeah, we'll just form a church and tax exempt and, you know, God's good and everything. But you, you've you sold out to government cheese. You sold out. And now they can control you to a lesser extent here. But if we keep going the path we're going, this is where you're heading. Total right. control, right? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. the 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 uh, They'll recognize you only if you worship in their registered congregations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what else? What else here? It goes on. But anyway, this is what's happening. The officials declared the gatherings illegal. They sealed off church properties. Uh, oh, they froze the pastor's personal assets. Can you imagine that? They, can you imagine just going to government coming and just freezing your bank accounts? In an attempt, they did this in an attempt uh, to force him to comply with their demands. Yeah. Wow, that's uh, something. Yeah. It says all of China's officially recognized religions appear to have been affected by the crackdown. In the most extreme example, an estimated 1 million, I don't know how to pronounce this, Uyghurs, hmm. e- Uyghurs, Uyghurs, and other members of Muslim minority groups in the country have been arbitrarily detained in indoctrination camps. Hmm. 
Mm-mm. where they are forced to denounce Islam and profess loyalty to the Communist Party. Um, it wow. says the government says it's taking necessary measures to eliminate extremism, but denies setting up the camps. Mm. No, somebody else did. We had a company do it. Yeah, apparently China has an estimated 38 million Protestants and experts have predicted that the country will have the world's largest Christian population in a few decades. Mm, So they're seeing real persecution, um, not YouTube persecution. (laughs) (laughs) You know, YouTube took down my video because I said Jesus. One last story here, Ms. Kapow. Yes. A study that one in four college students diagnosed are diagnosed with mental health condition. That's some sad stuff right there. One in four. Mm, that's pretty high. Yeah. And I think it's just all that junk. Uh, they're, they're feeding these young people, all these lies, all this, this stuff that's not logical. It breaks them down, you know, coupled with social media, the way the world is today. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're not, they're not seasoned brains. No. You know what I mean? And it's, uh, they're breaking them down. They got a lot of stress. Yep. It says here that the, a new survey shows that 75% of students in the U.S., um, the colleges, have battled significant stress in the past year, leading uh, one in five to consider suicide. That's a lot. Yeah. 75%? Significant yep. stress. Significant. That would lead one in five of those people to consider suicide. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a published report out of Brigham, Brigham and Williams. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Brigham and women's hospital. It shows a quarter of college students received, uh, that they received were diagnosed with mental health condition mm-hmm. in a past year. A fifth had suicidal thoughts. Uh, it talks about all the, how they, they got to this, uh, deal. But they said uh, stressful events were viewed as anything that students viewed as traumatic or difficult to handle, whether academic or personal. It includes financial struggles, family problems, trouble sleeping, self-esteem issues, and health matters. Now, it does get better here because um, later on you're going to show that um, not only was there an alarming rate of mental health issues and a significant risk for suicidal thoughts, um, but uh, this occurred where racial, sexual, or gender um, issues were especially, these people were especially prone. Mm-hmm. In other words, these kids who are all gender confused mm-hmm. and think they're girls when they're boys or boys when they're girls or that they're nothing or they have no gender and all this stuff were the top ones to be mentally ill. Yep. Go figure. What a shock. Yep. I am shocked. Also, also, um, you know, racial, sexual or gender. Mm-hmm. Also the racial ones, you know. But, you know, the Bible says in Job, the, the wicked man travaileth with pain all his days, even the number of years that are laid up for the oppressor. <laughs> there it is. All you got to do is just read the Bible and you'll understand all the stress. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, goes on, blah, blah, blah. Some struggles can be prevented, friends. Oh, right here. Here it is. Some stressful events cannot be prevented. Some cases are completely normal, right? Yeah. And they're saying family and friends should have a support system. 
and the help during these times. And then here it is. While sexual minorities, sexual minorities, what, what's that? That means people who are not normal. They're lesbians. They're LBGTQ. They're queer. They're transgender. They're not, it's, they're not normal. Mm-hmm. They, they already have mental illness that they brought on themselves by thinking they're something they're not, by mm-hmm. forcing this lie or allowing others to force this lie onto them. So while sexual minorities were found to have high rates of mental health diagnoses, along with reports of self-harm and suicidal thoughts or actions, right? Mm -hmm. They had a high rate. It says transgender participants showed high rates over all outcomes. So this is this agenda that's constantly being pushed on young people and on everybody because there's there's a lot there's some old dudes out there who decide hey I'm 80 and I want to become a a a, a, a woman mm-hmm. you know there's always some weirdo out there some weird 60 year old man who wants to dress like a woman but this agenda being pushed it's 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 mental illness yeah this study is showing what we all know we've we've all been saying this quit lying quit allowing this lie to be. Quit allowing, oh, they need their own restrooms. And they quit allowing, this lie is mentally ill. Mm -hmm. It's satanic. Who's the father of all lies? Uh, Satan. Yeah, that goofy fallen angel. He's the liar. It says two-thirds of transgender students admitted to Mm self-harm. Not thinking about it. They did it. Well, more than a third attempted suicide they attempted it more than half of bisexual students admitted to self-harm or suicidal behavior and more than a quarter attempted suicide Mm. that's a lot yeah now this is weird it says asian students showed a greater risk of suicidal behavior yet lower rates of mental health diagnoses compared to white students now that could be just because of their culture. Yeah. They're not going to, you know, that, that they have to succeed. They have to take care of their families. They have to take mm-hmm. care of, you know, grandpa and grandma, Oma and Opa. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, I'm guessing. It said black students reported lower rates across all outcomes versus white students. That's because the brothers are saying, I'm not dressing like a chick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The blacks are saying, I'm not dressed like a woman. It's only crazy white people doing that. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so they showed they showed lower rates. Yeah, so anyway, it was a full study. It's published September sixth in the Journal of Depression and Anxiety. And that's very recent. Yes, so it's saying that we've been you know what we've been saying all along. It's it's not normal, and you're calling this normal behavior it causes all kinds of problems. You know, yeah, you're going to have stress in your life when when you're a guy and you and you dress like a girl. Mm-hmm. And claim that you identify as a woman. You're going to have problems at school and you're going to have problems wherever you go in life because that's not normal and that's not what it's about. You know, mm-hmm. it's never been about that. No. Uh-uh. Anyway, that's all I got. That's enough. All right. I'm feeling, I'm feeling a storm surge coming up inside of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everyone. Ciao, babies. Good night.